Welcome to the official Bathtub Refinishing Podcast, powered by Bathtub Guys Refinishing. This is where we discuss the refinishing industry, interview owners and operators, and give tips to customers and entrepreneurs. Now, here's your host, Daniel Montalvo. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the official Bathtub Refinishing Podcast, everyone. Oh, you just listened to the official bathtub refinishing pot. Let's turn that off for a second. I clicked the wrong button. I, you could tell I haven't been here for a minute because I don't even know which one is my cheer button. You know, the one that gives you guys the applause. Uh, let me do this zoom here. Uh, now it's zoomed into me. How cool. Um, I just want to let you guys know we got a new, uh, we got a new lens for the camera. So things should be looking a little bit more crispy and clean. Um, although it's pretty close. Uh, this lens is more for things that are close up, but I'm looking at it and it looks pretty clean. I think it looks better than the uh, other one. Let's let me test out my soundboard. Ah, uh-uh. That was the wrong. All right, yeah. So we're back. Uh, I know we haven't done this in a minute. It's been about four months since the last episode that I did, and that one was with uh, Casey McDonald from Tub Text, which was a pretty cool podcast. Um, but, you know, it's December 22nd when I'm recording this, and I want to um, do one more before the end of the year. I thought it would be um, a good idea to uh, do one more for you guys before the end of the year because I know some people like to listen to these and uh, get some uh, inspiration, some, you know, kick in the butt to get, you know, rolling. And uh, this episode is going to be kind of a year in review for us um, at Bathtub Guys Refinishing. Kind of letting you guys know what, you know, things we've done project-wise and uh, some milestones that we achieved. So I'm going to go ahead and get started. I made some notes here. If you guys don't have a freaking iPad, you should get one. They're very, very handy. You know, laptops are cool, but the battery on them uh, is notorious for dying. These things last a long time, so... Um, battery power anyway. Um, so one thing I wanted to touch on, uh, we're going to kind of, I'm going to do it in kind of an order so that you guys have an idea of, um, so you guys have an idea of kind of where we've like started the year and then progressively, uh, the projects, how they've gone. And I'm not going to mention every single little thing we've done this year, but kind of the ones that I want to, uh, you know, I want to include in this review and talk about like, uh, a little bit more in depth about what's going on in these places for us and, and progress and all that stuff. Um, so the first one, of course, you guys have heard me talk about it many a times, uh, Universal's Cabana Bay Beach Resort. Um, we uh, started that project. Uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a little over a year now uh, since when we started. Um, and you got to keep in mind, this is the kind of place where uh, tourism is very, very big here in Orlando, Florida. Um, so it's one of those things where like, it's, uh, it's one of those things that's ongoing. It's a, it's an ongoing thing. Um, and so we are, uh, kind of like 1200 tubs, uh, until completion pretty much. There was 1800 total. There's 2200 rooms. Um, we've done right around 800 bathtubs. Uh, right around 800 bathtubs. And and this is uh, kind of a little thing I want to tie in here. So I'm going to go ahead. I was debating whether or not I'm, I'm going to do this, but I am going to do it. 
uh, video segment. We're going to have our new website here, bathtubguys.com. You can go and check it out. This is the new layout, new format and everything. And while we talk about these projects, I almost forgot, we're going to go into our commercial tab on our new website. Let that load up real quick. And then we are going to scroll down to our commercial projects tab. So we're talking Cabana Bay. That's here in the Orlando tab. And there it is right there. So Universal's Cabana Bay Beach Resort, which is this one right here. Um, that is, uh, you know, it's a big resort owned by Universal, uh, operated by Lowe's Hotels. We did about 700 tubs uh, between the tail end of 2021 and uh, from like January to early summer of 2022. Um, so that's kind of like the progress report there. Very excited to keep on going and get that done. But it's not something that's going to be done overnight. So a lot of a lot of rooms there. Um, the next big thing we did this year was in a collaboration with our friends over at Perfect Surface Glazing. Uh, let's see if I can find Puerto Rico. Uh, here it is. Uh, this is the uh, Hyatt Regency Grand Reserve in Rio Grande, Puerto Rico. Uh, we went over there with our friends at Perfect Surface Glazing. And we did 93 jetted tub conversions in a little uh, under three weeks. Um all hands on deck kind of a thing. Uh, our our lead tech, Ralph, taught them how to do the jetted co tub conversions. They're doing them here back in, in Florida after they came back. Uh, but we, we you know, collaborated on this, and uh, it was a really, really cool opportunity to go do something overseas. They requested us, and, uh, you know, we were there in Puerto Rico for three weeks. Uh, Jonathan at Perfect Surface Glazing and his team, and then Bathtub Guys and our team, and we got it done. Hotel's happy, haven't had a call back or anything like that. So that was very, very exciting. We got to get that out of the way. And again, 93 jetted tub conversions. This isn't just refinishing them. This is taking out the old jet modules, uh, you know, going and anchoring the back, body filling it, sanding it, uh, doing the full refinish process on it, and then turning them into the hotel. So it is a lot more labor intensive. Um, and so we are very, very happy that we were able to get that done with our friends over at Perfect Surface Glazing. Um, and then uh, some other hotels we did. So let me go over here to back to Orlando. So this year has been a pretty crazy year. I mean, you know, we had the, the big Cabana Bay thing going on. We had this Puerto Rico project going on. And then we get a call from a company called Naples Hotel Group that's in Florida. And they basically um, had gotten a quote from us about six months before nothing felt, you know, followed through with it or anything like that. So we were kind of thinking it was uh, like dead and they weren't going to do these projects that they had uh, quoted, but we were wrong. Uh, they had called us and we ended up doing four resorts for them uh, or four hotels, sorry, not resorts, uh, small hotels, but still, I mean, you get four uh, small hotels, it turns into a semi, you know, good sized project there. So we were able to complete the Hampton Inn and Suites in downtown Orlando we were able to complete this Hampton Inn and Suites in um, that's in Orlando International Drive. Uh, so this one's in downtown. This one's in International Drive. And actually, sorry, it was three. So we got to do three for them. There's one that's pending, actually. And then we the third one that we did, so those were the two in Orlando, and the third one we did was in Jacksonville. Again, this was a collaboration with our friends at Perfect Surface Glazing. We were very, very, very busy with a hotel project that was here close to home in Orlando. So I called my friend Jonathan over there at Perfect Surface Glazing. I told them, hey, you know, we have this little project in Jacksonville. Uh, you know, they could wait, but if you want to go ahead and tackle it, get it out of the way, 
we'll go ahead and, and uh, you know, work something out. So uh, we subbed the job to him and he completed it again. No callbacks on this one. Um, and, you know, very, very small, minute issues on the others, uh, you know, uh, less than, you know, two or 3% callback rate. And, and when you're doing things in volume, guys, uh, you know, perfection is impossible. Um, you know, you're doing a lot of volume, you're doing a lot of work. So, um, you know, don't get discouraged if one or two hotels call you back to do minor things. Just go ahead, take it like a professional, make sure you're doing the process right though, so that you don't have a lot of callbacks or anything like that. Um, unlock this thing again, because it, there you go. So Naples Hotel Group, three hotels. There's a fourth one pending, but that's kind of a, a new relationship that we garnered this year. Um, and we're very, very happy to, um, you know, continue working with them because they hooked it up, man. We were, you know, before the next one that I'm going to mention, uh, we weren't kind of dead in the water or anything, but we were like, hey, man, you know, normally around this time of the year, we have another, you know, thing pop up and those three little resorts, uh, you know, or three little hotels, they helped us out a lot in terms of, you know, what we were going to do for the year, keeping the guys busy, stuff like that. But then we got a pretty, pretty big size project, guys. Um, this one's kept us busy for a minute. Uh, this one is in Kissimmee, so let's go ahead and click Kissimmee. And you're going to see we have two pages. It's on probably on the second page, I'm guessing. Oh, maybe it's not on Kissimmee. Maybe they put it under Orlando. Let's check. So they did put it under Orlando. Okay, that's fine. It's it's really close to Kissimmee and Orlando. It's like kind of in that area. So, but basically, this is the hotel. Um, it just says Delta by Marriott, but it's actually the Delta uh, or the Grand Delta by Marriott at Celebration. Uh, this is an older hotel. It used to be a Radisson for a long time, um, and then it transformed into the Grand Orlando at Celebration. And now it's going to be called the Grand Delta at Celebration or something like that. They completely redid the entire uh, hotel, basically. Uh, you know, they gutted everything except for the tubs. Believe it or not, even when they're doing these multi-million dollar renovations, they keep their tubs a lot of the time because of the plumbing, because of the headache, because even new tubs from the factory, if you're doing a lot of demo, if you're doing a lot of installation, if you're doing a lot of hard construction work, can be damaged anyway and are going to need to be refinished anyway. And this is something that they learned, um, you know, with some of the ADA rooms that are for uh, disability. Uh, they had new tubs that they were going to put in those rooms, and even those ended up having to be added on in a change order later because the construction company that was doing the actual renovation side was damaging them. Uh, but basically at the Delta, uh, we are about to complete our uh, our project we had 454 bathtubs total all of them needed to be stripped and that number's probably gone up to closer to maybe 460 470 because of the add-on rooms but regardless um right under four, 500 tubs a really decent sized project we were doing 16 bathtubs a day and that's what we're going to continue to do when we pick it back up um and it's just one of those things man where you keep doing what you know you're supposed to be doing Sometimes things just work out. Most of the time they work out. And in this case, it really worked out for us because we had those little projects, uh, those three little hotels that I was telling you guys with Naples Hotel, the Holiday Inns, and then the one in Jacksonville. Um, and we were about to start going to that one in Jacksonville. I was going to send my team. And right when that happened, the uh, people from, from Delta called us 
and uh, we quoted them, and they didn't even ask for a demo or anything. You know, that's another thing when reputation speaks for itself. Uh, people are sold. You don't have to do much selling. They were sold. Um, they just wanted to know what the cost would be, how much we could do a day, and, you know, two weeks later we were in. We were doing it, so um, it kind of worked out. We were able to give that smaller Jacksonville project to Jonathan. We started, and we are still... Um, doing this project and it's not it's just schedule constraints when you're doing such a big project there's so many moving pieces tub refinishing isn't usually their priority you know they want to do the lobby they want to do the room hallways they want to do carpet they want to do acs they want to do a million other things and the tubs are kind of left for last so that's kind of what um why it's turned into a thing i mean think about it doing 16 a day 400 and something tubs realistically you could do that in uh just about a month month and a half if you're going at that rate steadily, but there have been some drawbacks in the schedule, but regardless, it's kept us busy. And another reason it's really kept us busy guys is honestly, because the people who are in leadership positions at this hotel specifically didn't want to listen to the professionals they hired to do the bathtubs um, as far as like what order to do these renovations. And essentially what ended up happening was that a big number of tubs excuse me, a big number of bathtubs at the Delta um, had to be retouched up, not redone completely, but touched up over again because they were doing a Mincy panel installation after the tubs had been refinished. So when we first started, it was kind of in the middle of these hurricanes going around in Florida and stuff. So um, their supplier got delayed in, in bringing the Mincy panel Everything else was fine, so they decided, hey, let's move forward, doing the tub refinishing with no walls or anything installed. And we warned them about the repercussions. Obviously, we're professionals. We we are trying to get the less, least friction possible while still getting the job done, um, and we're trying to be reasonable. They are on, they, they, you know, they're on a time crunch, and I understood that, so I left it up to them. I'm like, hey, we can do the tubs with no walls installed, but when they install them, they got to be very, very careful, and even then there is almost a guarantee that a lot of them are going to have to be, you know, called back. Well, for whatever reason, the supplier situation completely fell through. So they had to call another supplier to get other Mincy panel and then also hire other installers for the Mincy panel. And somewhere in the chain of command, it got screwed up that they didn't know the tubs had been refinished. So they started aggressively scraping these giant hundred pound walls against the tub and they chipped them and, you know, things start peeling and stuff like that. And uh, this is just a lesson for anybody out there who's, who's doing this kind of work. Just make sure you got these kinds of things in writing. A he said, she said conversation is not going to save you. Uh, make sure you get these things in writing so that when the issues do come up, you could be like, hey, we told you about it here, here, and here. And so we, we told them about it a million times. But uh, it's kept us a lot very busy doing repairs on stuff we already did. I mean, we just go back, sand them down, touch them up, and we're sending them the bill for them. And, and you know, uh, were they upset about it? Yes. But it didn't come as a surprise. They're not really fighting to pay for us, uh, pay it for, to us, if that makes sense. Because, you know, even though whenever you're doing commercial, there is a pay thing, like a, a net 30, which is standard. They never really said like, hey, we're not going to pay you for those repairs or anything. Um, it's been more just like communication stuff. But um, they've been more than willing to pay us for repairs. Um, even, you know, it, it, like full on knowing that it could have been avoided if they just would have done it the way we told them to, but they wanted to take that risk. And that's just the cost of doing business sometimes. Um, so, so yeah, we've done uh, 
pretty much every tub there twice, basically, because after the first building, everything on from there has been Mincy panel installed after, and then tubs damaged as a result, having to go back. So it's been a headache, a pain in the fucking ass for sure. The guys hate it, but making some extra money out of it. So, and we also use it as an opportunity to train some new guys. So it's not a complete loss. So uh, we're going to be finishing that up here towards the end of 2022, early 2023. Um, and then also, I wanted to touch base real quick while I still have you guys here. Remember, we're doing the shorter episodes now, guys. Uh, just make it more consumable. Make sure, you know, people could listen to the whole thing. I don't want th- two or three hours anymore. I think it's, I'm not Joe Rogan. You know, I can't just, I'll start rambling on in circles. And that's the problem. Um, so our goals for next year. Um, one thing that we really, really, really are trying to push at Bathtub, guys. Uh, I feel like we've gotten such a steady increase in commercial projects where it com- when it comes to hotels. Um, as you guys can see on our website, I mean, you know, we have pages and pages of hotels. And I feel like we're doing pretty good on that front. Uh, you know, getting new commercial clients for hotels, servicing them, having them call us back, references in that aspect. But one big push that we're going to try to do in 2023 is with apartment complexes. Uh, For whatever reason, even when my parents own the business and stuff, we've never really been good about getting apartment complexes. And one of those things, you know, for those of you who have them, you know, it's like a continuous stream of work. They call often, um, a lot of the times it's hard to enforce warranty because people are renting them. And then from there, you know, the apartment usually pulls their deposit. They pay you to do it again. Uh, So it's one of those things where it's a good opportunity to get a lot of work uh, and they like to do different things. You know, they'll do tubs, they'll do tile, they'll do showers, they'll do countertops, they'll do kitchen cabinets. They'll do it all at at, uh, certain types of apartment complexes. And, and um, obviously we, we want a piece of that pie. So, our big, big plan for 2023 is going to be uh, strategic planning on getting more um, more apartment complexes for next year. Um, we have a hotel that's kind of a hotel slash condo. So it's a resort and a condo, and it's called Likitiki Village. And those people, you know, that's kind of what I envision when we get these uh, apartment projects. Is they call us and... You know, they don't care about the warranty. They don't care. And it's because, you know, they, they, they realize that the housekeeping that they outsource damages the tubs with the cleaners. And we've tried to tell them a million times, but this place will call us. We'll fix their bathtubs, refinish them. And in, in six, seven, eight months, maybe a year later, they'll call back and just redo them again, do a preventive maintenance. And it's kind of the ideal situation for us. It's also the type of place where when we're slow, we can call them and say, Hey, what do you guys got? They always got something. And if they don't have it, they'll find it. And so, uh, we want more things like that because we have hired more people at bathtub guys. And that's kind of, uh, another, another big goal for us has been, um, basically meeting the demand before the demand is there. If that makes sense. Um, we have caught ourselves, unfortunately, slipping a couple times uh, when these bitch, uh, these bitch, <laughs> these big projects uh, come through. Um, specifically for Delta, uh, we had to hire a lot of people right before because um, it's one of those things where, like, yeah, we could do 16 tubs under the right circumstances with enough people who are skilled, 
but we had to we we didn't have enough fully skilled guys, so we had to hire low skilled people and kind of teach them as they went. And the problem with that is it slowed down the good guys, whatever, whatever. So our idea was, hey, let's just tough it through Delta. Let's pay these guys, do paid training while they're doing it, and let's keep them on the payroll. So that's why we're trying to, you know, pick from here, pick from here, pick from here, uh, do good on residentials, do good with apartments and get some new co- uh, apartment complexes to give us work steadily, uh, have places like that, like Leaky Tiki Village, which I, I just uh, explained to you guys about. They always got something. And keep the guys busy throughout the regular year. Now we went from uh, four guys to now seven guys. Um, and so keep them busy throughout the regular parts of the year. So when a project hits, we're ready, we're available. We have more than enough people. If one person goes down, the whole ship doesn't go down with it. Um, and we can tackle these projects a lot smoother and honestly, just make it easier for the guys, uh, and also get these guys some good training experience. It's one thing to go out and mess up, uh, a bunch of residential jobs, you know, like every single day and then get a call back and having to fix it. And someone's house, you have to be very, very meticulous. And that's not to say that in hotels you don't, but hotels can serve more as a simulation to someone who's new because you have the same tub, same layout of the room, similar conditions in most of them, and you're going one after the other, after the other, after the other. And then uh, because the time constraints and schedule stuff is different, uh, a lot of the times, even if they do mess up, you can fix it the next day with the next day's production. And as long as you uh, turn in that same level of production at the end of the week, you'll be fine most of the time. So, um, you know, that's a really big goal for us is like amplify the workload. And it's not to say we haven't had enough. It's just, we want to make sure everyone's very busy. We want to make sure we have enough revenue coming in outside of projects so that when projects do come up, we have the, the train staff ready to serve them right away. And we don't have to train a bunch of people, have our hair on fire last minute. Although you never know, you know, what if next year everything works out you know, we have new apartments, we have hotels, an, a, a big hotel project calls us, and then another one calls us, we got to do it all over again. You never know. But we're trying to progress. We're trying to be more prepared. And uh, and so, you know, that's a big thing for us. I did want to, um, briefly, I know I did a video kind of breaking down uh, our new website, but I did want to touch on a few things while I have you guys here. I'm going to cut it at about 30 minutes, but we did add some stuff to the website. So if you go on the services tab now, and then you go to bathtub refinishing. You see you have the video. We added these picture sliders. Uh, you can swipe them left to right, see what the tub like before, after. And then you can click on these circles here or on the arrows on the side to scroll from the one picture to the next. Um, we feel like it is uh, originally when we when we launched the website, it didn't have this. Uh, but we did feel like it was an important component because a lot of people need to see that visual difference. This is a really good one here garden tub it's it's dirty it's old like beige like peach color and now it's you know bright crispy white looks you know fucking gorgeous honestly and and we just continue with that here you have a pink one now you got a white one um and and you could see some very very good like before and after references there i don't know why the shower pan is in there with the tub but i guess that's fine um and then here's the tub this one is really bad and then it came out beautiful. So this this is going to be featured on every page. So if you go to tile and shower, you'll see some there too. Now keep in mind, we have mostly pictures of tubs because it is the most common thing. Regardless, like we do a lot of other stuff, but you know, it is the most common service. So we have the most pictures, but we do have quite a few of tile. Obviously we do a lot of tile work, 
a lot of uh, uh, shower refinishing work. So we have some really, really good before and afters. If you guys have some time to check it out, I would very appreciate some feedback. Um, you know, it's one of those things where, like, we at Bathtub Guys Refinishing are very, very different from a lot of companies. Uh, we're, we're different from a lot of companies in that we're not afraid to we're not afraid to invest in our business. And that's, that's one thing. I, I, I guess I'll close it on this for this episode. Um, we're not afraid to invest in our business. I mean, we went out and we bought a new $30,000 truck. A Ford Maverick, we grossly overpaid for them because they're supposed to retail for 20 grand. But because the car market is how it is, it's very volatile. We went overpaid for a vehicle, uh, got it wrapped, which was a pretty penny, three to four grand alone on that. Um, but we're also doing things like this with the podcast that, you know, it's not low budget by any means. It is, uh, at the end of the day, it is a production for a small business. Um, and it costs money. You know, the equipment is expensive. We, we, we bought a drone, which was a pretty penny. And it's a professional grade drone that a lot of videographers use. And, and, you know, we got the license for it. We're doing all these things to bring you guys better content, bring uh, the industry better content and better, um, you know, like a better look as a whole. We want the industry to progress with us. Um, and we're trying everything that we can to push everything forward. So, um, and that, and that kind of reflects on our website here. I mean, it might not look like much to uh, a lot of people, but to get a website built professionally is is thousands and thousands of dollars. Uh, and to do one like professionally like this where everything is custom and there's custom features in the back end that we need and all this stuff implemented and all of these multi-use pages with drop-downs and, and, you know, accessibility options and stuff. I mean... This website cost us damn near $10,000 to do. Um, and, and again, like I share this with you guys. Uh, I share this with you guys not to flex, not to be like, oh, yeah, we're the best. But to show you guys that like we're dedicated to not only other refinishers in the industry, but we're dedicated to providing great content for customers, for refinishers alike, and to just make the industry better. That's really our dedication at Bathtub, guys. We're doing a lot of things to do that. And with that, one last thing I wanted to kind of uh, throw out there is, um, you know, I'm always championing, uh, you know, the prices should be a certain way with, with this kind of industry. But in 2023, I think what I'm going to do is at least for a, a timed period, now that we have all these extra people, I'm going to test a price de decrease, actually. Um, and, you know, you should, raise your, you should raise your prices. You should always very, very strongly and for a long time think about potential price decreases before you do them because you don't want to undervalue your work and you got to remember i raised them for a reason so if you're a one-man show or you have two or three people working for you and you have enough to keep them all busy all the time at your current price don't go down and if you have more than enough work where you're turning business down maybe think of putting it up um but i really want um, you know, sometimes in, in this industry, we have like a tub here, but don't have anything for the afternoon. We have a tub and tile here, but nothing for the afternoon. And, uh, we're trying to strike that balance. So what I'm going to test is a slight price decrease coming into the next year. Um, and with that, I hope to be able to provide a little bit more value to the customers for the price. Uh, we're still going to keep our warranty and all our stuff the same lifetime warranty at bathtub guys. But what we're going to do is test a little price decrease, see if we can't get the uh the new hires uh you know some morning work some afternoon work so they work the full day and then on top of that push for our commercial stuff 
in the event that we do get the commercial stuff we're hoping for, uh, and we could have our guys primarily doing commercial work, which is our goal, um, then we will increase residential prices. And and if anybody who's a residential customer is watching this and is wondering why, oh, why are you raising residential rates? Well, it's because residential requires, number one, way more attention to detail. And it's not to say that commercial doesn't. It's just to say that when you're working in someone's home, you want the top tier of professionalism. And it's not a place for trainees or new people, to be honest with you. Um, and also, you know, when you're doing something in someone's home, it, it's someone's home. So they're typically a little bit more critical. And, and that means more potential for callbacks, which means uh, we'll go and happily do them, but you're going to pay for that. So that's another thing I wanted to touch base on. You know, I, you guys know me. I'm always preaching about, you know, your price and everything. And, and I still do believe in that. I, I think that you need to value yourself. But I do think, you know, for example, if we were go to go down to 425, 450, uh, to start at a tub with a lifetime warranty. If that's the difference between me getting one job and two jobs, I'd rather get the two jobs. Um, and again, it's just a test. I mean, it, 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 it's a psychological thing too with numbers. Some people see 499, they say it's too close to 500. But if you're at 450, it's kind of in between. If you're at 425, it's kind of closer to 400. And that might be the difference between them saying, hey, let's do one or two now. Or that might be the difference between you getting that call from the person that's kind of, uh, debating whether or not they should go with the cheapo versus you, and maybe your price is just a fifty dollar difference, and they can swing it rather than a hundred or hundred fifty dollar difference, where it might start to affect some people. So um, that's just what I wanted to talk to you guys about today. Um, twenty twenty two has been a fantastic year of growth for us, um, and um, you know we're really really looking forward to twenty twenty three. Big things coming, uh, new hires, new people, new content, new forms of content. Uh, follow us on Instagram at, at bathtub guys refinishing and, uh, and just keep, keep looking out, man. We're going to keep doing things to make the industry better as a whole and hope you guys are there, you know, along the ride with us. This has been Daniel with bathtub guys refinishing, and this has been the official bathtub refinishing podcast. And I'll see you guys in the next one. You just listened to the official Bathtub Refinishing Podcast, powered by Bathtub Guys Refinishing. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Feel free to ask any questions or suggest topics for the next episode by following at Bathtub Guys on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. And thanks for listening.